From Lisbon in sunny Portugal, this is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Jonah Tree Bosser, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people making this world a better place. Today we are coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Lisbon, Portugal. We are broadcasting from the cavernous House of Friendship in the Fiera Internacional de Lisboa. Join us for the next half hour as we talk with Rotarians from around the world about the great things they are doing to serve humanity. Our guest now on Radio Rotary is Mickey Sankari of uh, San Diego, California, and we're going to talk about a program called N-AIDS Now. Good morning, Mickey, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Hi, good morning. Thank you. So, what is N-AIDS Now? What, what is this all about? This is the next step for Rota- Rotary International to hop on to the AIDS campaign to stop AIDS Now. And, I mean, we've had the end polio now campaign going on for 35 years and it's been proven that the rotary network has come together and served our whole planet in reducing polio cases around the world to just three countries and so with that network and with that service that rotarians have we can end aids now and it's just basically getting testing materials that are just an easy swab of the saliva and just pass it around to the to the um, needy uh, villages and all the third uh, developing countries around the world that need that treatment of AIDS uh, AIDS patients and having that awareness of whether you have it or not and reducing the activity to increase that. So the issue is that there's three million um, new cases of infected people every year, and so that's what we're gonna. That's that's the part that Rotarians can come in and go around the world and testing people and just letting them know, okay, you, it's okay that you have AIDS. If you have AIDS, we have treatment that works. And that's the, the second point, is that the treatment that we have reduces the uh, virus to non-detectable levels so you could have children without passing it on. So it's no longer the death sentence it first was. Exactly, exactly. Right now, the, the death um, rate is actually decreasing. But the issue is that there's more and more increasing of um, infectious infections. Now, just to remind listeners at home, tell us what exactly is AIDS and how is it transmitted? AIDS is a virus, or it's actually the disease caused by the HIV virus. And the virus is is unlike any other virus. It's an auto, autoimmune virus, which means that it attacks your T blood cells, your own soldiers in your body, so that once you have AIDS, it eats out, eats and fights against the t- uh, the your soldiers in your body, and it it makes it easier for you to be- become uh, have fatal consequences and symptoms symptoms from um, just like a common cold or pneumonia can actually be very fatal. Once your immune system breaks down, there's no guard, there's no defense, and that's the issue with AIDS. And it can be transmitted through just a cut, through a cut. You know, if someone with um, HIV, the virus, in their bloodstream and they have a cut, then they can be passed on to another person if that if, they, if the next person in contact has an open wound. And so that's, it's, it can, it's not as common to be transmitted through other means. Um, I mean, it's common, but um, 
it's still something that people need to be aware of that they have in their body and so that they can be they can take the necessary steps to decrease the infection. And if folks at home want to learn more about Rotary's campaign to end AIDS now, is there a website or how can they find out about it? Well, we're, we're just a, a proposed um, campaign project right now. So if you look up on the Rotary Club of Convoy San Diego, Convoy, C-O-N-V-O-Y San Diego, if you email their, their club, then we're going to give you the, I mean, we're just looking for support right now. So it's just the primary step, and that's where Rotary International can come in and really take it off. Well, Mickey Sankari, thank you so much for everything you do for World Health to end AIDS now. And thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much for having me today. We're joined now uh, on Radio Rotary by Federico Bogdanovich from Spain. And he's involved with uh, the Jane Goodall Foundation. Good morning, Federico. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning, and thank you for having this opportunity. So what is uh, the Jane Goodall Foundation? First of all, we all remember that Jane Goodall is uh, a humanitarian, an anthropologist, uh, who had a very famous series on American television and television around the world about her uh, study of chimpanzees and gorillas. So what is the Jane Goodall Foundation? Well, uh, it was founded by Dr. Jane Goodall uh, after she started her studies in Tanzania, studying wild chimpanzees in 1960s. After all her research work, uh, we started working in conservation of chimpanzee ecosystems, but also working with local communities in Tanzania, Uganda, Congo, Senegal, Guinea, many other countries. So we work in conservation research, but also education and, uh, and sustainable development. And of course, primates, uh, the chimpanzees and the gorillas, are cousins of ours. We're primates as people, correct? Yes, of course we are. Yeah. And uh, are these now endangered species because of the impact of man on their uh, habitats? Yes, all great apes, uh, chimpanzees, bonobos, gorillas, and orangutans are uh, uh, critically endangered. If we consider ourselves great apes too, of uh, this 100% of great apes, we are 99.999% of all the great apes. Uh, their populations are diminishing everywhere in Africa and also in, in Asia with orangutans. And what is the Jane Goodall Foundation doing to protect uh, these endangered species? For example, in Congo, we have the largest chimpanzee rescue and rehabilitation center called Chimpunga, which is sponsored mainly by the, the Jane Goodall Institute in, in the United States. And it, that's critical work to save uh, orphan chimpanzees, which uh, are victims of uh, poaching. And then our job is to rehabilitate them and reintroduce them back in the wild, while uh, also working with the local communities in education and conservation efforts. And if our listeners want more information about the Jane Goodall Foundation, about the great work you're doing, Federico, is there a website or how can they contact you folks? Yes. Uh, they can visit janegoodall.org .org, and also rootsandshoots.org because that's our educational uh, program which uh, has many, many groups in the United States which are making the world a better place. Well, Federico, Bogdanovich from Spain of the Jane Goodall Foundation. Thank you for everything you're doing to protect wildlife, and thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much for helping us spread this message. We're welcoming now to Radio Rotary Peter Sefton of Sheffield, England.
Allen, a Rotarian, and he's talking to us about the Sustainability Trust. Good morning, Peter, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning, Jonah, and it's nice to be on Radio Rotary. So what is the Sustainability Trust? We're aiming to link together all 34,000 Rotary clubs from all over the world to share ideas through a website, which is www.thesustainabilitytrust.org. Google it and you'll find it. And the idea is to get clubs that are doing an environmental project anywhere in the world to share their ideas with other clubs through this website. So we publicize on the website what other clubs are doing, planting trees, uh, cleaning water, uh, doing solar power in India, in villages, and that kind of thing, so that clubs can then learn from other people's experience. They can share ideas, and we have some real experts around the world who can give people advice if their club wants to do an environmental project. And of course, with 1.2 million Rotarians around the world, 25,000 of whom are here in Lisbon with us from 164 different countries, if we can get uh, clubs to go on that website, which again is www.thesustainabilitytrust.org and let me just add while we're on that subject we're building a map of the world on our website you can click onto it where we're you see there's a map on the wall on your left here Jonah this is a big map uh, stuck to the wall but we're actually doing, putting a map on Google Maps and we're linking in the location of a club with the location of its project so if a club in New York is doing a project in Africa we're linking those two together and showing them on the Google Map they don't have to reinvent the wheel but as I said if we can get 1.2 million Rotarians interested in sustainability we'll have a sustainable planet 1.2 million Rotarians if they can eradicate polio boy can they create a sustainable planet for future generations. Peter Sefton, give us the website once again. www.thesustainabilitytrust, all one word, dot org. Rotarian Peter Sefton of Sheffield, England, thank you so much for everything you're doing to keep the planet sustainable, and thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. And we'll be back with more of our coverage of the 2013 Rotary International Convention from Lisbon, Portugal, after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local 
local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trevoise speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Lisbon, Portugal, where over 25,000 Rotarians from 164 different countries are meeting to share ideas on how to make the world a better place. We are joined now on Radio Rotary by Yuval Barner uh, from Israel, a Rotarian. And the name of your club, Yuval? Shon Ertzelia Club. Okay, and you have a very special uh, program that you're putting together about hydrotherapy. Would you tell us about it? What we are trying to do is to build a hydrotherapeutic center in Herzliya, Israel, in order to help kids, children with special needs. Some of them on the autistic, some of them are autistic, and some of them are, has other special needs. And uh, what we are trying to do here is to build an international friendship of members from all over the world to join us in this very special and very important task. Now, you have some uh, pictures here at your booth at the Rotary International Convention in Lisbon, and it looks like a giant swimming, swimming pool. Uh, do you give the children swimming lessons, or is there a hot water uh, therapy? What, what is involved? A hydrotherapeutic center includes a swimming pool, or a, a, a pool. It's not for swimming, it's for treatments, for uh, medical treatments, in order to make these children capable to do things that they can't do outside of the water. And, of course, there is in the center, there will be also special rooms for treatment of the children, like physiotherapy and things like that. Well, Yuval Barner, uh, Israeli Rotarian, thank you for everything that you do for children, and thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much. Very good. And as I say, shalom. Shalom Aleichem. Nice to meet you. My guest now on Radio Rotary is a Rotarian, David Talbot, and he's from Mountain Foothills of Evergreen uh, Club, and he is involved with something called Crutches for Africa. David, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. It's good to be here. So, what are crutches, or what is Crutches for Africa? Well, several years ago, actually it's 2005, I saw a woman that had had polio, and her right foot was up behind her right shoulder, so her femur was completely twisted around, and she was using a tree branch for a crutch, and I realized that in the developed countries we have excess, and it was pretty simple to connect the dots that if we collect the excess, we move it to the developing countries and we distribute it, and we distribute for free that these people are in tremendous need, and that was the beginning of Crutches for
for Africa. So you're taking uh, gently used crutches, say, you know, your, your teenage son has uh, twisted his knee uh, playing football, and uh, he has a pair of crutches, and rather than put them in the attic, we can put them to good use. That's it, exactly. But there's more than that. that the number four, crutches for Africa, is, of course, crutches, then canes, walkers, and wheelchairs as well. We've also found a tremendous need for baby joggers that uh, moms or dads will push with their little bait, their youngsters in them when they're jogging in the park, and also for bicycle trailers. Same idea where they pull the kids behind a bicycle, and we find people who are extremely disabled that that works very well, and it also works very well for the caretakers. So if people at home want more information, do you have a website, and, and can they, how do they get those crutches to you? Well, all they got to do is go into any search engine and type in crutches for Africa, and it's a number four, not a spelled out word. Crutches, number four, Africa, they'll find us, send us an email, and we'll do everything we possibly can to get that material and then move it on to people that need it. We've gone into 15 countries in Africa and 10 countries outside of Africa, and we've shipped 51,000 pieces so far. Well, David Talbot, Rotarian uh, for Crutches for Africa, thank you for everything you're doing for the less fortunate, and thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. Yeah, thank you. Have a great convention. Thanks, you too. One of the great things about being at a Rotary International Convention is you run into people that you know and love, and we've got two of our outstanding Hudson Valley Rotarians with us, District Governor Bill Bassett for 2012-2013, and District Governor Drew Kessler for 2013-2014. Good morning, Bill, and welcome to back to Radio Rotary. Good morning, Jonah. What a beautiful morning it is, too. It's delightful, and Drew, always a pleasure to see you. Good morning to see you. So, listen, the, the convention has actually, Bill, the, the closing jewel in the crown of your administration, and Drew, it's the start of yours. So, Bill, reflecting back on your year as district governor, what do you consider your proudest achievements? Well, I, I just have loved the whole theme for the year of peace through service, and we've talked about it all year. Uh, we've had some great projects related to that, and I think this conference has capped it off perfectly in, in the harbor of peace, Lisbon, Portugal. And Drew, uh, being surrounded by uh, 20,000 Rotarians from 164 countries, have you come up with any good ideas for your year coming up? My biggest uh, good idea is actually a takeoff of the theme coming up for this year, which is Engage Rotary, Change Lives, and it's the concept of engaging the Rotarian support system, getting their partners involved, getting their spouses involved, their family, their kids, their grandkids, and most importantly, their employers, because it, to me, it's extremely important to have everybody who supports our Rotarians support the concept of Rotary. Now, every Rotarian is supposed to have an elevator speech that for 30 seconds you convince people that it's a good idea to join Rotary. And I'm not going to give both of you gentlemen the opportunity to give your elevator speeches to the people who are listening to Radio Rotary who just might not be Rotarians. Bill, what's the best thing about being a, Rotary, a Rotarian? Why should people at home join Rotary? Well, I think uh, the experience that I've had here in Lisbon is the fellowship. Um, we have met so many nice people, all dedicated to Rotary, to service above self, and that's exactly what you get at home when you uh, join the Red Hook Rotary Club or the Walkiel East Club or the North Rockland Club. Is great fellowship, great people that are all uh, of, this, of the same mindset that you are. 
True. What would you like to add to that? Similar to Bill, it's, it's the concept of, of fellowship and, and, for me, more importantly, equality. Regardless of your age, what, what you do for a living, you walk into a Rotary Club, you check your, your title at the door, and, and your brother and sister of the fellow members. And, and regardless of where you are in the world, as long as you're wearing your Rotary pin, that's your entry to any club. And to me, that's the most amazing thing, is that you have 1.2 million brothers and sisters who support the same ethics that you support, and that will welcome you with open arms at any time. And we've certainly seen that here attending the convention with 20,000 other Rotarians, everyone with a big smile and a handshake for you. Uh, Bill Bassett, uh, thank you for everything you've done in the past year. My pleasure. My pleasure, Jonah. Absolutely. And Drew, thank you in advance for everything you're going to do. Thank you very much. Look forward to it. And thank you both for joining us on Radio Rotary. And folks at home, if you want to have uh, an outstanding relationship with some wonderful people like Drew Kessler and Bill Bassett or the 20,000 people from 164 countries who are here with us in Lisbon, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button. Type in your hometown. Visit your local Rotary Club. Join us for the food, the fellowship, and the fun. We're going to welcome now to Radio Rotary Dennis Spurgeon of Palm Springs, Sunup, California, Rotary Club. And, uh, Dennis, you're going to talk to us about something with the very interesting name of Project Peanut Butter. Good morning, Dennis. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, thank you. I'm glad you came by. It's my pleasure. So what is Project Peanut Butter? Do you know what severe acute malnutrition is? Well, certainly. That's where you don't have enough to eat. Not. It's even worse than that. It's where no matter how much food you have, you'd still die because you can't process the food. It's too late. And that's mainly with the kids under age five, so uh, one to three. Okay, the issue is that about over 10 years ago, a cure was designed for it by Dr. Maneri out of Washington University in St. Louis. And it's called, it's a peanut-based formula. He gave it to the world. But the problem is the world didn't handle it very well. The world started buying this stuff, the formula, and then selling it to World Health and Doctors Without Borders and transporting it down to these third world countries. Well, they saved some kids, but they damaged the economy because all that stuff can be produced in that country. So what this is about is to produce a sustainable program in the country. We have nine years of experience in Malawi, six years of experience in Sierra Leone, where we produce farms. There's 6,000 farms in Malawi, 1,000 farms in uh, Sierra Leone, factories in both countries, clinics in both countries, um, educational programs in both countries run by the people in that country. Everybody's trained in that country. So now the only people that come from outside are experts to train them and help them. And now they are so far along that they have their own experts to train additional people. It's totally run. sustainable. Because in Africa, they have what's called groundnuts, which is peanuts. But nobody's using them. So that's what we're doing. And we're trying to find more and more countries, but we need financial support of it. So no, no pun intended. From soup to nuts, you've got the folks growing the peanuts, processing the peanuts, making peanut butter, peanut butter out of it, and feeding uh, starving children across Africa. Is that a good way of capitalizing? You got it. Now, one other thing that I'd like to say is that people have confusion against uh, the words sustainability versus self-sufficient. Sustainable means it's a program that runs itself, but it's not necessarily self-sufficient. It's like my office. I'm a doctor. 
my office is sustainable. All of us know what we're doing, but it's not self-sufficient. We have to have patients who pay for the services. The same way with any nonprofit, you have to have monies coming in to support it, even if they are sustainable. Well, Dr. Dennis Bergen of the Palm Springs Sunup California Rotary Club, if people want more information about uh, Project Peanut Butter, is there a website they can uh, contact? The uh, website is uh, www.projectpeanutbutter.org, or they can email me directly, and my email address is dspurgin, S-P-U-R-G-I-N, D-C, at yahoo.com. Well, Dennis Spurgeon, thank you so much for everything you're doing to feed hungry children around the world. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. You just missed a few minutes ago our, uh, one of our members from the Freetown program in Sierra Leone was just here. And I would have loved to have him uh, talk to you because that's where one of our programs is. That's our partner club. Well, you know, we're going to be at the Australian Convention next year, we hope. Bring him to Australia. I'll interview him again. You got it. Thanks, Dennis. Take care. Well, we've had a delightful time at the Rotary International Convention here in Lisbon, Portugal, and I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed bringing this to you. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. So long from Portugal. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.